Hey everyone, welcome back to Unsung Women. I'm your host, Katie Kelly. Today we dive into the life of Andre de Jong, a force of nature born in the tumultuous times of World War II. Nicknamed La Petite Cyclone by her energetic father, Andre's journey is anything but ordinary. When Germany occupied Belgium in World War II, Andre wasn't just a bystander. She was a force to be reckoned with. She founded the Comet Line, an underground network that helped Allied soldiers escape enemy clutches during World War II. Join us as we explore the life of a woman who was driven by a sense of duty and courage, a woman whose name may not have been echoed through the corridors of history as loudly as some, but whose impact on the lives she touched remains immeasurable. Andre de Jong was born November 30th, 1916, in a suburb of Brussels during the German occupation of Belgium in World War I, known affectionately as Le Petit Cyclone by her father, Frederick de Jong. Andre was infused with energy and vitality. She was inspired by her father's stories of Edith Cavell a British nurse executed for aiding soldiers in escaping to the Netherlands during World War I. Andre unknowingly embarked on a path mirroring her bravery. Little did she realize that her life would intersect with the spirit of resistance and heroism that she admired from those tales. Andre, a mere 23 years old, found herself thrust into the chaos of World War II when Germany resumed occupancy of Belgium. Amid her pursuits as an artist and a nursing student, she bore witness to the profound impact of the occupation on daily life and the prevailing spirit of the resistance. Recognizing the urgency of the situation, she returned to Brussels and assumed a pivotal role within the Red Cross. With unwavering determination, she embarked on training to provide aid to captured Allied troops, many of whom were either stranded after the Dunkirk evacuation or had narrowly escaped capture at saint valery en Operating within a clandestine network of safe houses, Andre collaborated with the Red Cross to facilitate correspondence between these soldiers and their families, offering a glimmer of hope amidst the turmoil of war. Andre's early exposure to the consequences of war instilled in her a profound belief in justice and spurred her to join Belgium's underground resistance movement. Her petite and childlike appearance proved to be a valuable asset allowing her to move discreetly through crowds and elude the watchful eyes of the German occupiers. This unique advantage became a crucial element in her later endeavors as she went on to play a key role in establishing the Comet Line, a daring and clandestine network that assisted countless Allied soldiers in escaping Nazi-occupied territories during World War II. Andre's extraordinary leadership in founding and sustaining the Comet Line exemplifies the indomitable spirit of wartime resistance. Known by her codename Dee Dee, or Little Mother, 
Andre utilized her Red Cross connections to forge a network of like-minded individuals, creating a meticulous map of unconventional safe houses. Collaborating with friends, family, and multiple resistance and spy groups across Belgium and Europe, she demonstrated exceptional networking skills to secure safe routes of passage. Despite initial skepticism, she even convinced British officials to provide crucial financial and logistical backing, a testament to her persuasive abilities and unwavering determination. The success of the Comet line rested on its adaptability and creativity, relying on unconventional hiding spaces, such as farms, convents, and private homes. This strategic approach made it a formidable challenge for the Gestapo to track down and dismantle the network. The operational route of the Comet Line traversed perilous territories, crossing the French and Belgium border, trekking through France, and navigating the treacherous Pyrenees Mountains along the Franco-Spanish border before reaching Bilbao and the British consulate. From there, soldiers would be driven to Gibraltar, then flown back to Great Britain. The Comet Line became a true family affair, with Andre's father and sister actively participating as operators. Her aunt's house in the foothills of the Pyrenees played a crucial role, serving as a vital safe house and securing passage over the challenging mountain range. The first operational attempt in July 1941 involved the crossing of the Spanish border with 10 Belgians. However, General Franco's pro-Nazi sympathies prevented the soldiers from leaving Spain, showcasing the geopolitical challenges faced by the Comet Line. As tensions heightened, Andre's strategic foresight prompted her to move the headquarters from Belgium to Paris anticipating potential infiltration within the French resistance. Her father took over operations in Brussels, highlighting the adaptability ingrained in the Comet Line's ethos. She continued her hands-on involvement, personally escorting groups of Allied soldiers through the perilous journey. However, as the journeys increased, so did the risks with many of her friends and operators of the Comet Line being betrayed or caught by the Gestapo. Working for the escape lines became even more perilous after November 1942, when southern France fell under the direct Nazi rule. Andre's last journey on the Comet Line was in January 1943. On this fateful mission, Andre escorted three British airmen to a safe house in Basque, Spain, intending to cross the river Bedosoa. However, due to the river flooding, they were forced to stay the night. The next morning on January 15th, the group, including Andre and the airmen, were arrested by 10 German soldiers. This marked the beginning of Andre's harrowing journey through Friend Prison in Paris, eventually leading her to Ravensbrück and Mauthausen concentration camps. Despite enduring 19 interrogations by the Gestapo, she steadfastly refused to reveal crucial details about the line, 
showcasing her unwavering loyalty to the cause and the people she sought to save. In June 1943, tragedy struck again as Andre's father was arrested at Guerre du Nord by the Gestapo and later executed in March. Andre, determined to protect her father, admitted to being the leader of the Comet Line during her captivity. However, the Germans underestimated her role, believing her to be merely a minor helper in the network. Even when the Gestapo realized her true identity while she was a prisoner in Ravensbrück, she managed to elude them. Andre emerged seriously ill and undernourished when she was finally liberated by the advancing allies in April 1945. The resilience of the Comet Line, despite Andre's capture, is a testament to its enduring impact. Operating until shortly before the Allies' victory, the Comet Line played a pivotal role in helping over 700 Allied soldiers reach safety during the war. Andre's individual contributions are staggering, with estimates suggesting she successfully escorted downed airmen across the border into Spain 16 to 24 times in 1941 and 1942. In total, she escorted about 118 individuals, mostly airmen, to safety. However, the cost of resistance was steep. Of the Comet Line helpers who fell into German hands, 23 were executed, while another 133 perished in concentration camps or due to their incarceration. Andre de Jong's post-war years were marked by a continued commitment to service and a profound dedication to helping others. Having completed her nursing studies, she drew inspiration from the life of Father Damien, a Belgian priest who had worked with leprosy. Andre, moved by the legacy of compassion, dedicated herself to working in leprosariums across Africa. In a demonstration of deep respect, when her mother lay on her deathbed in Belgium, the Royal Air Force made an unscheduled stop in Ethiopia, enabling Andre to visit her mother and ensured her a return flight back. As her health and sight began to decline, Andre returned to Brussels, where she continued to be an invaluable resource for historians studying wartime escape lines. In her later years, residing in a nursing home, she warmly welcomed visitors. Andre's remarkable journey came to an end on October 13, 2007, at the age of 90 in Brussels. Renowned for her courageous leadership during World War II, she received esteemed awards and honors in recognition of her remarkable contributions. Notably, she was awarded the George Medal by the British, the American Medal of Freedom, and the Chevaliers of the French Legion d'Honneur. In Belgium, Andre was honored by the Belgian Croix de Guerre with Palm, an honorary rank of Lieutenant Colonel in the Belgian Army, and the Belgian Order of Leopold. King Baudin 
elevated her to the status of a Belgian countess in 1985, commemorating her dedication and sacrifice. Beyond official recognition, Andre's exploits have left an indelible mark on literature. Her extraordinary courage and resourcefulness inspired various works, including The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna and The Postwoman by Michael Kenneth Smith, ensuring that her legacy continues to resonate in popular culture and historical narratives alike. As we conclude this episode of Unsung Women, Andre de Jong's story is one of bravery and resilience in the face of wartime adversity. From her role in founding the Comet Line, aiding Allied soldiers escaping Nazi-occupied territories, to enduring capture and torture, Andre's commitment to the greater cause remains an indelible part of history. Andre de Jong serves as a powerful reminder of the triumph of the human spirit, inspiring generations to come with her tale of courage, sacrifice, and the unwavering pursuit of justice, even in the darkest of times. Join us in future episodes as we continue to uncover the stories of unsung heroines, celebrating their resilience, courage, and remarkable achievements. Until then, may their stories inspire us all as we continue to strive for a more just and equitable world. Sources used in today's episodes are from Wikipedia, DiscoveringBelgium.com, Spartacus Educational, and NorthLinksWeb.net.